Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Rumblings, Podcast 161. 47 Ronin has been out on physical media for a little while. I finally got a chance to grab it at my local Redbox, so I talk about that in the first section. And I don't really have anything else going on, so I ramble about Dark Souls 2, probably for the last time, unless something really interesting happens, like I finish the game. This time I talk about some of the online components, and I give it sort of a final review number and thoughts. And that's it for this time, so hopefully you'll enjoy the show. Forty Seven Ronin is rated PG thirteen. It is apparently one of the most told stories in Japan, and it could be off on the date, but it looked like there was a reference to seventeen oh one. So it's possible this is a story that is over three hundred years old. I have mixed feelings on the movie. It seems very authentic. There is some action, there is some of a love story both between Count Reeves' character and his lord's daughter. And there's also a sort of love story in the form of the samurai to their master in form of their honor and duty. It's basically a story of a feudal house in Japan being taken over by another house through deception. Because of that, the lord of the house is forced to commit seppuku by the emperor of Japan. All of the samurai are disgraced, And that's how they become ronin, is you are a disgraced samurai and you have no lord or land. And a year later, they return to take vengeance and end their lord's rival's tyranny that has been happening in that year's time since he took over. There is a witch who sort of caused the whole deception to happen. Keanu Reeves' character is supposedly half-demon. And these are common themes in Chinese and Japanese mythology, as well as a lot of ghosts. But here is kind of where I have issues with some of the points of the movie. Taken as a very faithful reproduction of this very old tale, it is probably a very great version. But to someone who isn't familiar with this story, I don't know. I think it would have been better as a story set in a different world, or a different time, or somewhere not feudal Japan. And... It would have been a lot more interesting to me if it had a lot more from that sort of magical and demon realm. Pretty much all you see in the previews about the witchcraft and demons is pretty much all there is in the movie. So if you were like me and you expected there to be more of that in the movie than there was in the preview, you'll probably be pretty disappointed because there really isn't much more than what's in the preview. I would say it's worth a rental. But be aware that the pacing of the movie is sort of better suited to a TV series than an actual movie. It's two and a half hours long, so it's not a very quick movie. It's pretty slow. There is some action, but most of it is sort of not action. It's either storytelling or setting up, you know, what they're going to do or, you know, some intrigue kind of stuff. 
I would say it's probably not more than maybe 25% action. As a final review, I would say it's probably not worth a purchase to more than sort of hardcore fans of this kind of story or maybe Keanu Reeves fans. I would say watching it with popcorn is fine, but remember with it being longer and slower paced, it's not really a high action movie. And pretty much that's what I recommend having popcorn with, you know, lighthearted or fast action kind of movie. And this really isn't either. It seems like it would have been better suited to like a TV miniseries or something, you know, that had several parts and was quite a bit longer. It was okay, definitely worth the rental. But like I said, I don't think more than a few would actually want to pick it up for purchase. So I've played Dark Souls 2 for probably 50 to 60 hours now. It's kind of hard to tell because, like I said last time, I think Steam doesn't track the online and offline time. So I pretty quickly forget how much time I've spent offline. But I got to experience some of the PvP aspects and sort of player co-op, I guess you could call it, aspects. So that's what I'm going to talk about this time. Invasions are basically forced PvP. If you are online, which the consoles are online by default, the people online say that the only way to be 100% sure you're offline is pop out the cable, so you're not actually physically connected anymore. But invasions are basically when somebody else, I guess, near you in terms of the game's physical world decides to sort of pop in on your world, and they can attack you and kill you. Which, I don't think they get anything for it. I'm not really sure on that aspect, but because of the whole, when you die, you drop all your souls, and if you die again, then whatever you dropped for the new version, you know, whatever the, whatever you had before that was lost, that drastically ramps up the difficulty of the game if you're invaded, and you're not somewhere you can fight, you know, very easily, you'll, you'll probably get killed. So it seemed like forced PvP, which I'm really not a fan of. You can supposedly stop it with using this super special item. And I tried doing that because I was getting invaded quite a bit when this happened. And it didn't make any difference at all. I did discover, though, that this area that I was in was sort of a specialized PvP area. And anybody could invade anybody else. You didn't need any items to do that, which normally I guess you have to burn some items to have the opportunity to invade other people. So I guess that was good to know because then I just disconnected and I stopped getting invaded. But the only way I knew was because I went to offline, you know, and looked around on the web and looked around at, you know, the wikis for the game and said, you know, what the poop is going on here? Otherwise, you know, the game didn't tell me at all that I was in a special PvP hardcore area. So I had no idea what was going on. I was just getting invaded all the time. And this was really the only time I've been invaded quite that much. I have done maybe 25% of my playtime online, 
And this was really the only time I got invaded, especially repeatedly invaded like I was getting. I've never had any bad experiences with the game online before, so it never really came up. Another thing people can do is apparently summon other players for help. I didn't know this was also not an optional thing. I just got a notice on my screen that said, so-and-so is summoning you as a gray spirit, and I'm like, what the crap? I didn't have the option to say no, I didn't have the option to opt in or opt out of that. So it wasn't PvP, it was somebody asking for help. And so I got summoned to this area that I'd never been in. It was where I was, but I'd never been to that section of it. So it's like I was going into this new area, and then I got summoned, and I saw the phantom of the person who summoned me just ahead. So I'm like, well, okay, I guess I'll try and help this guy do whatever he is going to do. And a bunch of rats came swarming out. They were rodents of unusual size, and they killed me pretty quick because I wasn't expecting it, so I was very rapidly surrounded and killed. I did hear the guy saying sorry as I sort of faded out of his world, so I don't think he knew that I was new or that that would, you know, kill me so quickly. So that was kind of nice to know that, you know, he said sorry. And I guess in this case, I didn't lose anything for doing that. I still had all my souls, even though I'd been kicked out of that world. So I don't think it counted as an actual death. But again, you know, being forced to be pulled away from what I was doing into somebody else's world doesn't seem very fun or interesting to me. I mean, it does add something to the game, but it shouldn't be, you know, forced and non-consensual, in my opinion. Usually, the only way I know there's other players around me when I'm online is because you'll see this phantom, and it's basically the character not colored. They're sort of like this grayish, even color, kind of like a miniature figure that's not painted. So it's actually kind of cool sometimes. You can see what other people are wearing. You can see what other people are sort of doing. It doesn't show what they're fighting. But if you're like heading down a hallway to a big room and you see, you know, somebody's phantom fighting and dying, you're like, oh, there could be something troublesome up ahead. I'll be careful. You know, it's kind of helpful. There's also notes players can leave for other players. And these appear as runes on the ground. But the, the issue I have with that is whenever you get near it, puts this big bar across the bottom of your screen, press A to read. And it's like, do I really need this big, huge thing going across, you know, the bottom 15% of my screen telling me there's something to read? So all of this kind of leaves me with really mixed feelings about the online components. The phantoms are kind of cool to see. The writing on the ground popping up and blocking part of my view is incredibly distracting, especially if there are a lot of blood splatters in the area. You can click on a blood splatter and, and see how somebody died. But in some areas, it's like that bottom section of my screen will be blocked out almost the whole time because there's so much stuff on the ground. It just seems really distracting and really annoying. And again, in my opinion, non-consensual PvP or co-op PvE, I guess it was, is not something that should exist in the game particularly if they don't give you any kind of warning or way to opt out of it. The only way you can 100% prevent it is to take yourself offline, which with Steam, uh, it's not a big deal. But I mean, you know, then you can't talk to your friends if you have Steam friends online. It doesn't track your game playing time. 
I mean, it's not cool that they have this feature that's sort of required that completely changes the balance and sort of difficulty of the game. I would say those online features should absolutely be optional, or at least, you know, the PvP stuff should be able to be turned off, and the PvE stuff, you know, helping other people, should at least just bring up a little window that says someone would like to summon you. Would you like to accept this or not? You know, that should be optional, at least. Again, at now playing, I'd guess, 50 to 60 hours and not getting all that far into it, I keep getting really messed up and then just restarting because I lose so much. I would guess for an experienced Dark Souls player, I would probably rate this around 4 stars or 85%, just based on the assumption of, you know, a lot of this stuff is going to be similar as the first game. And so I think, you know, people who are not new to the series would like it quite a bit. But for someone who's new like me, there's a lot to the series that really kind of holds it back, in my opinion. Like I said, the phantoms and the messages on the ground can be really distracting. Non-consensual PvP, in my opinion, just should not be in the game at all. Especially if it doesn't even tell you you're entering a heavy PvP area in any way. And on top of that, the game is designed in an old-school way where it doesn't have any sort of quest givers or sort of quest flow. So I'm discovering that in those first few games I played, I went basically the completely wrong direction. Yeah, it's possible to, you know, beat higher level stuff if you're high enough skill. But if you're like me and you're new, and you think that's the way you're supposed to go, you're going to hit an obstacle that's really hard to beat, and you're just going to keep beating your head against it, because you'll get killed and you'll think that's where you're supposed to be. But the more I'm sort of restarting and taking a lot more time, and looking at every nook and cranny of everything, the more I'm discovering there's these entire areas that I just completely missed my first few times around that are, you know, significantly easier and obviously, you know, scaling in a sort of tiered fashion. So, you know, you can very easily go off course, as it were, and face obstacles that you really shouldn't be facing. And if you're a new player, you know, you have no idea that you're playing wrong, basically. Another issue I still have with the sort of equipment and the way they've described things is I really have no idea if the stuff I'm getting is better than what I have. As example, one weapon may say it does 100 of A damage, and then you've got another weapon that does 80 of A damage and 20 of B damage. Well, what the crap does that mean? Because that's literally what it says. It's like physical damage A type. What is A? What does that mean? I don't know. And then like another weapon will have physical damage and flame damage. And it does A and C. Like what does that even mean? I have no idea. I had to look it up and it's apparently the type of damage. I guess physical is A. And then like I think fire is like C or something. It's like this, this makes no sense. Why don't you just note it as fire damage? Or, you know, just go by the icons and not even say A, B, C, D, E. What is that for? That that makes no sense. So a lot of it's really confusing for new players. So I would say for new players like me, I would probably rate it around 3 stars or maybe 50 to 60%. As most just 
won't stick with it. There will just be too much that confuses them or too much that frustrates them. And they just won't spend the time to, you know, figure out what they're supposed to do or how it's supposed to go. And the game is really, really unkind in terms of, you know, giving you a hint if you're going the wrong way or if you're fighting things that are, you know, too tough for you. Maybe you should try this other thing. It doesn't say anything. It's just, just like, here's this game, play it or don't. And have I had fun? Would I buy a third one in the series? At this point, I really don't know if I can say definitively yes to either of those. Yeah, I keep playing it, and it is interesting, but I would say it's far more interesting and challenging than it is actually fun. It's like I figure out how to beat a boss, and it's like, okay, I'm going to try this, and, you know, I'll try a few times, and maybe that doesn't work. Okay, I'll try a different strategy, you know, maybe a few more times, and it doesn't work. And then I'll just be like, you know, the fifth or sixth time I've died, I'll just be like, this is just stupid. Why am I doing this? And so it rapidly becomes less and less interesting. Compared to other games where I'm always, you know, having some degree of fun and some degree of progress and know what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, this game does not have any of that. So picking up new players, I think will be a really big challenge for the series. And like I said, there's a lot of issues that come up that just are not new player friendly. So pick it up or not, uh, up to you. I'm I'm sure if you wanted to pick it up, you've probably already picked it up by now. If you are a new player like me, well, I've really stuck with it and really kind of tried to figure out the game and probably 50 to 60 hours is not going to be the average person's experience. Probably most people who have experienced the frustration I've felt with it would have probably given up and not gone back after hour 10 or so. In fact, I did ask Steam back within, I think, the first 10 played hours if I could get my money back and, you know, have them cancel that sale to me. It took them like three days to respond, so that was really lame. So I, I guess at this point I've gotten my money's worth, you know, it's played enough to be okay. But would I buy a third game? I don't know. And would I recommend this to newer players? Probably not at full price. I'd say you probably want to wait till it's like, I don't know, less than 40 bucks at least. Maybe even like 25-ish. Because there are a lot of things that are really challenging and frustrating that I think a lot of people just aren't really going to be interested in. News this week is basically the same. Walking Dead Season 2 Episode 3 is apparently now out. I didn't even notice, so I haven't updated my system yet. If you've been thinking about picking it up, you might want to. It's, you know, third episode. They're probably going to get the other two out pretty quickly. But if you haven't, you know, bought it already, you might want to wait for, you know, some kind of package deal and get them all cheaper. Wildstar Beta is still happening. That's going on until the 18th. So hurry up and check that out if you are interested. Godzilla is now out. I'll probably talk about that next podcast. 
Wolfenstein The New Order is due out on May 20th, so I'll have that to talk about pretty soon. X-Men Days of Future Past is due out on May 23rd, and Watch Dogs is due out on the 27th. And that's it for the news. Open Klingon style. Klingon style. Cowboy rock hard. Ikusaka blajita. Iridato. Chocolate. Cuckoo. Get a bit bad. Jamal. New horse. Chuck. Nick. Paul. Mark. 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 Chuckoo. Hamarush. College. Hines. Koplaje. Kudo. Marush. Watch your poor man. So I guess that's it for this week's Rabbit's Ramblings podcast. Hopefully you had an okay time. I know I've been talking about Dark Souls 2 a lot. Especially since I kind of don't really like it. It's, it's a weird love-hate thing going on. But not love and not hate, you know. Slightly less extreme in both cases. But some new stuff is coming out. New movies are coming. New games are coming. So I should have plenty of cool stuff to talk about in the upcoming weeks. Oh, uh, happy late Mom's Day to everybody. I forgot to put that in when I did my recording last time, so I thought about editing it in after the fact, but I'm like, eh, meh, eh. not a whole lot of people listen to the podcast, and so it's probably not terribly important because, you know, that probably more future people will listen to it when it's not Mother's Day. So happy late Mom's Day to everybody. I guess that's it for this time. And hopefully I'll see everybody next time. Okay, then goodbye. I reflect on my reflection And I ask myself the question What's the right direction to go I don't know Probably 50 to 60 hours is not going to be the average person's experience. Probably most people who have experienced this We have a knight who says Me! You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html When you type Rabbit's Ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com if you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. Be sure to put the number 1 in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2014 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license. <laughs>